From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're right here on voiceamerica.com forward slash live events, bringing to you all the thought leaders from the 41st National Hard Money Conference right here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Jeff Spinard, CEO and president of Voice America. Jeff, welcome. These are exciting times right now. Yes, it's they are. Uh, uh, just coming back from a break and everybody's jazzed and ready to go. I love it. Yeah, the energy over at this place uh, always seems to ramp up just after lunch. Yep. Everybody's, uh, you know, getting in and finally getting uh, a little more comfortable with the networking just aspect. Just go watch that crash, you know, 6-6. Six, six. That's when the drinks have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you know. That's generally when my Red Bull wears off <laughs> yes, about 6. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we have two guests joining us today. We have uh, Stephanie Dickerson and uh, Rod Gagnon. Uh, you got that right. Today. I did. I, yes, I had to practice. Gagnon. <laughs> Gagnon. Gagnon. Right. Thank you, you guys for joining us. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Absolutely. So why don't uh, you tell us a little bit about uh, financial forensics, Rod? Uh, we are a specialist in uh, predominantly our, our specialty is post-judgment enforcement work. Can you explain what post-judgment yeah, what enforcement is, is? Okay. Well, if you uh, one of these people making one of these big loans uh, ends up uh, the borrower does not pay back. Ah. And they have to go to court and they have to get a court judgment then our specialty is that the recovery process. We'll go find the bank accounts and the brokerage accounts. And the, now, that the, explains the it. The hidden boats yeah. and the hidden planes right. and all the things that they <laughs> fraudulently transferred, and we uh, get all the documentation, put a big bow on it, and uh, mm. give it to a law firm to go uh, be go. able to recover. Yeah, you're the PI of the, uh, the, the deal there. We, we like to use the term uh, forensic investigators. Okay, I, I love yes. the term forensic yeah. uh, investigators <laughs> is good. Yeah. yeah, you know, when we were at this event, uh, I don't remember which one it was. One of them, we were interviewing somebody, and he was talking about collateral, you know, that people put up for the loans. Yeah. And he's like, they defaulted on the loan, and I ended up with an $18 million jet. <laughs> he's like, I don't fly. I don't yeah. know what to do with that. So you were the guy that probably had to go find the jet, right, to, yes. to, to get that back uh, recoup from uh, what the lender had posted out. Exactly. Ah. We'll find it, get it, auction it off, and uh, get the money back. Give the guy the back, the word gal, the money That's back. Right. right on. So how long has uh, Financial Forensic Services LLC been in business? Um, Financial Forensic Services has been around, I believe, eight years is when we started. Oh, awesome. Okay, so you get some, some time in the business. Yeah, I've well, actually been in the in this industry for 19 years, and Rod's been how long? More than 30. 30, yeah. Has it always been in the forensic uh, field, or is there more to the financial piece of this? We, we work a lot of um, fraud cases. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, over the years, we've done basically the same type of work. Right, we've applied right. it in different manners. Okay. Excellent. So, you know, I always look at hard money as kind of this, uh, you know, outside entity, right? People are using that to finance stuff that the banks won't finance. Do you guys see like a higher level of fraud, right, in the hard money space than maybe banks would see traditionally in in, in their space? Uh, anything deals with uh, uh, individuals, especially. We're we're actually running into both sides. So let's say we're doing some pre-screening. Uh, we're finding we're screening both the people lending the money because sometimes mm-hmm. you'll have right. advanced fee fraud and and those kind of situations. We also are doing research on the borrower to find out if maybe they're misrepresenting uh, right. to try to get their get that money. So there's um, there's that. That seems to be a, a pattern. Yeah. yeah, it's like most people that we've talked to today. Work both sides of the coin, you know, you know, the lending and the borrowing. So, is greed on yeah. both sides all the yeah. time? Yeah, uh, well, you know, there's money on both sides. So, 
So yeah. is this your guys' first trip to Pitbull, or have you guys been to one of these before? We've actually been to three Pitbull okay. events. Awesome. Okay. So did you guys just start going this year in 2016, or did you go to other ones before? We went uh, to some other ones before. We Actually, this is our second one in Fort Lauderdale. We also attended one in uh, Las Vegas. Who's the favorite? Do we have one? For the speakers lineup or anybody the, the here, people you guys are networking you with? To see or uh, how did you get? How did you start coming in the first place? Well, I, I, we originally came because of uh, our specialty is helping anybody with a large loss. And here you have hard money lending, and they have they can have large losses. Sure, so absolutely. for us, it's um, it's a different field. It's nice to actually sit there and listen to all this from the other side, how they process everything. So. Right. A lot of this stuff is great. It's totally it's new for us. Yeah. Normally, we just see the end yeah. of you know when we're going and hunting them down. Here, we get to see the beginning of everything. Sure. Does that help you guys with with um, you know your your investigations? Is kind of coming to these and seeing all different aspects and sides of that. Does that make you guys better at your jobs? I, I think so. I mean, our biggest issue, the part that I find personally most fascinating, is the human psychology is the same. You would think. You know, okay, there are hard money lenders lending out millions, but they'll have the same weaknesses of trust yeah. and wanting and wanting the deal to go through that that even a small lender has. Yeah. And the dynamic is still the same, and has been around forever. There'll always be uh, uh, people. People just want to to things to go well. Yeah, and I guess ultimately, no matter whether you're lending a dollar or a hundred million dollars, lending money in whatever respect is kind of the same from a, a psychological standpoint, right? It just has more zeros. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, right. That's, that's I guess really on the loss side, you get a little bit more uh, perturbed yeah. on the you know the larger <laughs> sums rather than the dollar, obviously. But so, um, John Hornick, um, I know he talks a lot of the legal stuff in this uh, this field. Uh, is that something that? You guys pay attention to how do you like uh, do you sit and listen to John? Intently. Intently, there we go. <laughs> John Hornig's a wonderful speaker. I've yeah. heard him speak several times and not only at Pitbull but some other events, um, that I've had the privilege of meeting John and he always has wonderful information and I can't I can't say how much how valuable his yeah. his suggestions are because he does he does lay out all the things to watch for and the due diligence aspect, which we're very interested yes. in making sure that people hear that piece, because that's one of the things that we like to do to help these people, sure. too, is check them out before you get into a deal. So take us down that road. You know, you look at a typical deal and, you know, people kind of want to know, you know, what are the things to um, at, you know, at a 50,000 foot, not too granular, but like what do, what do people need to look for to make sure that, you know, they don't end up having to, you know, uh, 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 deal with a giant loss like that? Maybe a three stepper or well, you know. I, I don't, don't reveal the secret sauce because we no, want people no, to come no. see you. Most <laughs> of the, the biggest issue is with most people is you can't really hide from history that money always leaves a trail. The issue, the issue that you're dealing with when we're doing um, uh, due diligence work is we're checking on the history because they may behave now, but for the last 10, 20 years, they could have been involved in civil litigation, criminal, criminal issues, and it's not very often that somebody just suddenly turns bad. Sure, the history's sure. there. You're just going to have sense. to go dig it out. So do people like John who deal with the legal aspect, do they come to you maybe to help vet somebody prior to a deal going down to make sure that they don't have that bad history? Uh, yes, that's part of what we're here. It's not not everybody. It seems like different industries, like the banking is very familiar with us. Mm -hmm. But then we'll have other industries like hard money lending where they're not quite, we're a little bit new to them and the tools that they can use. Sure. Right. 
Which is why that's we're right. here. For, this is the first time I've heard this side uh, yeah, of the business. It, yeah. It's interesting. You guys it's are a like, uh, I don't know, for lack of Not a better approach, term, like the, the repo team of hard money lending. We are. Actually, that's how I got, st- I got started in the business. I started the repossession business out of high school, and I did that for about eight years, and I learned I was very good at finding money and finding people. And this is just basically the white-collar version right, of, right. of that. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good poll there. I know. Yeah. You know, I, I, watched the, I watched those repo TV shows, and some of you guys were talking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like repo <laughs> for hard so money. But except for uh, probably, you know, you're not going and taking someone's car or anything like that. So you don't have to worry about somebody shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> and the numbers are more serious. So the good part is when we do our job right, and we could save them um, $10 million. Right. Uh, that's that's real money. That goes right to the bottom line. That's not uh, – Yeah. Try, and the recovery process, you always lose time, and you may not get all the money back. Uh, in many cases, we get more, a lot more back than they think we're going to get. But still, that that's the biggest issue for them. Well, then, so how do you guys make money on that? Is it like a percentage of what you recoup, you get a little bit of that, or uh, is it a flat rate fee, or how does that work? We usually try to work whatever best for the client. Mm-hmm. A lot of times our clients have come into something – with by losing a lot and they don't have a lot left to go after what they're looking for Mm -hmm. um in those situations we will take a contingency case on on many occasions though we'll have you know a multi-million dollar loss but they want to pay us just hourly Mm -hmm. um and sometimes we can find what they need for a flat fee so Um, we have much how much work do you have to put in? I mean, I know it's a case-by-case uh, case scenario, but is there a lot of work involved in really finding? There is an awful lot of work that yeah, goes involved. We we start out with a very generalized you know, overview, right. mm-hmm. and then we start drilling down and pulling on each and every string until we find the very end of where the money went. Yeah. Do you guys find it that like the the more money that you're dealing with trying to recoup, like the harder it is to follow the trail of where it is or where it went? I think it depends on who you're talking about. That's that's a very individualized. Oh, um, so just some people are just more savvy than others when right. they're trying to hide stuff. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So many breadcrumbs right. left. So what? Um, you know, maybe I'm, I don't want to overstep my bounds. Just uh, just for my own personal gratification, <laughs> I want to know. Like, well, so what's the largest amount of money <laughs> yeah. that you guys have got to, recoup? to go recoup? Um, that that's an excellent question. I because not all of it. I mean. Flat out, just being it's seven figures for the ones yeah. that we've been able to get. But some of the larger ones, let's say they're eight figures, those will be worked out. Or let's say we grabbed a big piece of uh, real estate, mm-hmm. multiple pieces of real estate, and those will get worked out over time. Right. So once we've done our part, we generally are not there for the very end. Oh, okay. uh, but we get to be there for the fun part. I wow. mean, there are times we can do exciting things. We had one on the East Coast where we went into a, um, a court officer, very high-level court officer, who was obstructing us. We set it up so that we were able to go in and empty his house while he was at work. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, right. And that was, that was a lot of fun. He was, he was quite shocked. And completely very, legal. <laughs> it was actually. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, completely legal. Yeah. We, we dotted every I, crossed every T, it was, and it was very uh, challenging. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, that's part did of it. Did you clean out before we got back? Uh, did we clean up? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, did you, did you get everything out before he come back oh, from yeah. the day? Yeah. Actually, okay. when yeah. he found out we were there, because as every car would come back to the house, we were taking them. Right. So we, the, he was in the last vehicle, and we were waiting for him to come back, and he conveniently forgot to come back to the house. Yeah, right. So yeah. that was a very he smart move left at Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, and I bet at some point, you know, um, there becomes probably a criminal element, too, when, you know, people get, you know, uh, where, where you've been chasing them, looking for them, finding assets, and trying to gather them, and... Probably a point where do you guys ever have to get the authorities involved in, in, in a criminal aspect? 
Well, sometimes. I mean, part of the issue is we, we're, our first goal is to get the recovery for the client. Right. Okay, so, and part of the problem is if we pull that trigger too quickly, uh, then they will take over. Sure. So uh, sometimes you, you need to do that because there are cases where, let's say, the plaintiff has been robbed. Let's say elderly people have been uh, robbed. They don't have the money for litigation. So they can use the law enforcement to litigate and get a, uh, uh, restitution, a restitution order. order and okay. then they can, then you know, so we can go down that path. Sometimes sure. there's strategies like that. Every case, we have different strategies and angles that are going to be right for that case. Yeah, I was say, it's got to wow. be different. Uh, I know. Thank, it, it's thank you guys for, like, walking us yeah, through that. It's the, very yes, interesting. This is actually a, a, one of the most different interviews that we've done today because it's quite different than just talking about blending and, 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 and borrowing and, you know, the, the fix and flips and all those kind of things. Of yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you guys have planned uh, for 2017 and uh, maybe growth for the, uh, for the company? I think keep doing what we're doing. I think um, I, I'm enjoying working with the people here at Pitbull. We've had a lot of um, interesting conversations while we've been here, and we're going to build some relationships with these folks. Good. Oh, Good. That's Excellent. Great. So if somebody was uh, looking to use your services, what website would they go to to find you guys? Financialforensicservices.com. Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. But before we go, I have one question we've been asking everybody, uh, which is the most important question of the day. You know, as we all kind of, you know, go through our professional lives and we make money and we're doing all the things that we need to do to put food on the table, what's one thing that you guys do to give back to the community? Well, some of our work uh, we actually do is basically pro bono. Yeah. We've okay, had cases good. that come in where there's been. I mean, obviously, I don't want to list the type of case. We'll have a line at the door. Right. <laughs> but they are, they're individual. If somebody comes in and they just don't have the money to be able to do it, and we're in a position to help, sure. um, pro bono is part of what we do. Obviously, we don't advertise it. Right. Um, and we always have a couple cases that are on board for that. So that allows us, because that's what we're good at. Right. Yeah. So do you pick and choose those cases? Uh, part of it is, is righting a wrong. Yeah. Uh, and part of it is if you have somebody who really is um, uh, down on their luck. Uh, right. Where our goal is never, we don't go after poor people. We always go after sure. tends to be people who sure. have the means, who just won't pay, and that's right. And 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 I think it's part of the reason why we like our job is we like justice. Right. It, it is. It gives us. A, it's a lot of fun. You just answered my next question yeah. because I, yeah, I always right? ask, what is the why behind what you do? And that is yeah. the why is you like justice. You want to make sure that people are being fairly treated and things are going according to the agreements that are set forth. It's it's very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was that little kid on that was beat up on the on the playground as a little kid. And now you got a chance no, to go after the, like I'm getting right. the financial bully. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I'm it. Nice. If anybody says it's not part of it, they would be lying. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping uh, in, this, in the yeah, hot seats here. Yeah, this was a here. pleasure. It yeah, was we really good appreciate it. to learn something new. You know, it's been a long, long uh, day, a lot of interviews, and it's always good to hit that. That one that's just different. Yeah, just something yeah. different. Well, hey, you know, I know you guys have been real busy today networking, running around, and, and doing all that thing. So thank you for taking time to sit down at our booth and have a discussion with us. We really appreciate it. And for all of our listeners out there, you guys can go to financialforensics.com, uh, financialforensicservices.com, uh, and find out a little bit more about what these guys do. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, stay tuned, guys. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back right after these messages. We're coming to you live right here from the 41st National Hard Money Conference right here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 